Recorded Books presents a Griot Audio Production. Be Careful What You Pray For by Kimberla Lawson Roby. This unabridged recording is narrated by Caroline Clay. This book is copyrighted 2010 by Kimberla Lawson Roby. This recording is copyrighted 2010 by Recorded Books, producer and publisher of Grio Audio, celebrating the best in contemporary African-American fiction and nonfiction. And now, be careful what you pray for. Prologue He was almost too good to be true. What, with his at least six-foot-two body frame, flawlessly smooth skin, cold black wavy hair, and pearly white teeth, he somehow didn't seem real. But Alicia knew he was real. Because at this very moment, she was sitting directly across the table from him at one of the most upscale restaurants in downtown Chicago. He was by far one of the finest-looking men she'd ever laid eyes on, and there wasn't a woman she could think of who would disagree with her findings. The man looked that good. And as if that wasn't enough, he also conveyed exceptional charisma and an alluring smile, and was the founder of New Life Christian Center, a five-year-old church that already had more than 5,000 members. Yes, Pastor J.T. Valentine was the kind of man Alicia had been hoping and praying for, particularly ever since her marriage to her first husband, Philip, had ended just a few months ago, and she could barely contain herself. But since her father, stepmother, and a couple of Pastor Valentine's deacons and their wives were also dining right along with them, she took a deep breath, drank a sip of water, and coolly leaned back in her chair. Pastor Black, Pastor Valentine said, and Alicia couldn't help noticing the very elegant and obviously tailor-made suit he was wearing. I just want to thank you again for agreeing to come speak at our church this morning. Your words were even more powerful than the last time I heard you deliver a sermon, and I hope you'll consider blessing us with your presence again sometime in the future. I would be happy to, and I'm glad you were satisfied with what I had to share today. Pastor Valentine chuckled. Satisfied isn't even the word. You've been the one man I've truly looked up to for a while now, even before I accepted my call into the ministry. So having you accept my invitation has been the highlight of my year. Well, I'm glad, and it was an honor. And I want to thank you, Mrs. Black, he said to Charlotte, for taking time to make the trip here as well. I know you only live about an hour and a half away, but I do still remember what it was like for my wife, God rest her soul, and how demanding a first lady's schedule can really be. This is true, but unless our son Matthew needs me to be home to attend one of his football games or something else school-related, I pretty much travel with my husband to most of his out-of-town speaking engagements, which actually works out fine because Matthew loves staying with my aunt when we're gone, and Curtis doesn't travel nearly as much as he used to anyway. Curtis lifted a forkful of Caesar salad from his plate. No, 
These days I tend to turn down far more opportunities than I take on. But after traveling around the country for so many years, I eventually decided that I wanted to spend as much time as possible with my family. Totally understandable, Pastor Valentine said, and then looked at Alicia. So, Miss Alicia, and I guess I'm sort of changing the subject a bit, but your father tells me that you've written the next worldwide bestseller. Alicia smiled. Well, I don't know about all that, but I did just finish writing my first novel. That's really impressive. It takes a lot of patience and diligence to write a book, fiction or nonfiction, so I'm very proud of you. Thanks, Alicia said, smiling at him again, her stomach fluttering. She worked on it just about every single day over the last six months, and it's great, her father added.